Albuquerque, how you doing? Truth seekers, freedom fighters, defenders of liberty, deplorables, lizard people, insurrectionists, and mega, ultra, mega extremist Republicans. Boy, that that list of descriptors is just getting longer every week. But, you know, we're just going to own it because they come up with lots of cool names for us. And all of you annoying voters that MLG refers to as other people. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. We are unindoctrinated, unvaccinated, unrestrained, unashamed, unrelenting, unapologetic, and unafraid on conservative talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. Check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to playbacks of any of my previous shows and check out the other useful resources I have posted there. You can get the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Email me at becca at freedomspeaknm.com to send me your questions and comments and even get started advertising. Hey, if you're an interesting person with some interesting things to talk about, send me an email and we'll talk about getting you on here as a guest co-host. I would love to have you on. So I've got a, uh, a really, really packed show today. I've got a really packed studio today. I've got a full panel of guest co-hosts today. It's going to be a fascinating conversation. So the, uh, the theme I'm thinking about today, we're going to be talking a little bit about justice. What exactly is justice? Now, you know, I like to look up uh, definitions of words and start off with that. So Merriam-Webster says it is the maintenance or administration of what is just, especially by the impartial adjustment of conflicting claims or the assignment of merited rewards or punishments. Do we have a just system in the United States? That's what I want to ask you. Do you think it's just lately? I, I don't think it's just. I'm not seeing justice going on. The seal of the U.S. Department of Justice reads, hope I pronounce this properly, qui pro domina justitia sequitur. What does this phrase mean? After quite a bit of reading on the subject, I discovered nobody really knows exactly when the original version of the Justice Department's seal was adopted, nor is it known when the motto first appeared on the seal. Kind of interesting. I, I found that interesting. Nobody really knows. The exact translation of the phrase is also up for debate. The most likely transaction that I am seeing is who prosecutes for Lady Justice. Depictions of Lady Justice are as familiar as they are instructive. She stands blindfolded while holding the scales of justice, representing her unyielding devotion to equal justice under the law. Do we actually have equal justice under the law in this country anymore? In 1776, the idea that no one is above the law was popular during the founding of the United States. Thomas Paine, in the pamphlet Common Sense, which I've talked about in a previous lifetime on another station, I talked about Common Sense by Thomas Paine. It's a good, it's a good read, and it's, and it's literally a pamphlet. It's, it, I suggest you look it up and check it out. It's really good. In America, the law is king. So in free countries, the law ought to be king, and there ought to be no other. That's what Thomas Paine said. So 
So let's start off with the definition of the word equal. Here again, according to Merriam-Webster, a couple of definitions that seem to apply would be of the same measure, quantity, amount, or number as another, or like for each member of a group, class, or society. Now, in the United States, we're not supposed to have uh, classes in which different classes have different privileges. This country was founded on we the people and that we all are equal when it comes to the law and the application of justice. That's the way it's supposed to be. The concept of equal was of great importance to, importance to the Founding Fathers. This is why the opening of the Declaration of Independence reads, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now this is why all government officials in the United States, the President, the justices of the Supreme Court, and all members of Congress pledge first and foremost to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America. These oaths affirm that the rule of law is superior to the rule of any human leader. When Thomas Jefferson first wrote the Declaration of Independence, it was the opposite of the political theory of the day, the divine right of kings. The divine right of kings was the doctrine of the British crown, asserting that kings got their right to rule from God and were subject to no one. Now you would think, by the way things have been going the past couple of years, that governors, the so-called president of the United States, believe that they're above all of us. They've forgotten that they're servants. The American Revolution occurred as a rejection of this way of government. They believed the rule of law should apply equally to everyone, including the politicians in government. Plato understood this concept way back in 350 BC when he wrote, where the law is subject to some other authority and has none of its own, the collapse of the state, in my view, is not far off. But if law is the master of the government, and the government is its slave, then the situation is full of promise, and men enjoy all the blessings that the gods shower on a state. This rule of law and equal justice under the law in no way resembles the statement that Barack Obama made during his campaign where he said, and I quote, we need somebody who's got the heart, the empathy, to recognize what it's like to be a young teenage mom, the empathy to understand what it's like to be poor, or African American, or gay, or disabled, or old, and that's the criterion by which I'll be selecting my judges. <laughs> Does that sound like equal application of the law? This is the typical way of thinking for liberal judges put on the bench by Democrat presidents. No interest in the rule of law and the equal application thereof, only how someone feels about something. 
not to mention how liberal judges are often chosen based on skin color, race, or gender, and not based on their understanding of the actual law and their ability to make unbiased decisions. Today we often see if someone is accused of a crime and the media has convicted the person in the court of public opinion, that person is likely to receive a guilty verdict because the courts are more interested in, more interested in throwing the revenge-thirsty hordes a pound of flesh rather than fairly judge a case based on all the facts. These judges are literally afraid of public opinion. They're not doing their jobs based on what is the law, what did this person do, what are the facts, just the facts, only the facts. That's the way it's supposed to be. No, they're concerned about, wow, if I rule in this way, will uh, these bunch of uh, angry uh, criminal Antifa types, will they be burning down buildings and rioting in the streets? Well, okay, if that's the case, then maybe I should not choose the verdict I think I should. That's the attitude. You've heard it. You know. We're now seeing a justice system that is politically motivated. Political officials of the controlling party have weaponized once-respected institutions such as the FBI, the court system, and the Department of Justice to target political enemies and violate the rule of law while ignoring transgressions committed by their own party members. Political enemies are targeted. Their homes are raided by heavily armed Gestapo with assault weapons. <laughs> you heard of the one recently where uh, the woman's door was not even locked, and instead they used a battering ram and broke her door down, even though all they had to do was just open it. Unnecessary use of force. They're dragging away, they're dragging away people in shackles jailing people without due process, and the left-wing media is even tipped off in advance to catch the whole thing on video for maximum humiliation. All of this damage to a person's reputation to simply be accused of a crime. If you don't have the money to fight the heavy hand of the tyrannical government, you may be sitting in a gulag for an extended period of time for a crime you never committed. After all, it's all about our feelings, right? A compliant news media convicts those same political enemies in the court of public opinion and labels accusations against those in the ruling party as Russian disinformation or conspiracy theories without doing any investigative journalism. As a matter of fact, there doesn't seem to be much investigative journalism of any kind going on. I talked about that last week. Every news outlet spouts the same talking points. You've seen the video. I played the collage on my show one time where literally they were all saying the same exact thing. Different stations, different networks, different locations, all saying the same exact words. It, it, it sounds like the Borg Collective if you guys are a Star Trek fan. <laughs> and in most cases using the same exact words, and they're going to overwhelm us with the propaganda not based on any facts. Throughout the world, states and nations use the symbol and statues of Lady Justice. Lady Justice is supposed to be blindfolded, but not blind. And she holds a set of scales symbolizing the balance and the strengths of hearing both sides of the issue. 
The law is not about our feelings, our background, or empathy, but is the interpretation of the law and the Constitution. A document that was written by our founders and has served us well throughout our history. A document that was sealed in blood of those who fought and died for our ideals and values. So anyway, I've got some great guests in the studio with me today. I uh, met a really interesting young man while I was in Rio Doso a while back for that uh, conference that we had down there for the Concerned Citizens of New Mexico. And his name is Sammy Gonzalez. And uh, say hi, Sammy. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's an You're honor welcome. to be here. And then I've got uh, another first-time guest with me today, Tomei Battersh Battershell, which I think is a really cool name in so many ways. Thank you. <laughs> and then I've got Derek Scott sitting in with me again today. Hello. How are you doing today? So I, I think we're going to have probably a lot of discussion on this topic and a lot of different viewpoints, and, and that's, what I'm, that's what I'm counting on here. So anyway, uh, Sammy, what do you think about what I was talking about? Uh, I think you're spot on. The fact that we can no longer really trust our justice system to be fair, especially when it comes to things like uh, anything that's related politically, especially when it comes to things like our past elections, I think it's really scary to think that we can't trust anything that we've trusted and relied on our entire lives. Well, I know. I, I remember when I was your age that things just seemed to work well, and honestly, I had no reason to even think about it. And I was really impressed when I talked to you the other day because you know so much more about what's going on than I did when I was 19 years old. Um, but I didn't have a reason to. I, I, I had no reason for concern. You know, we didn't, back when I was a kid, we didn't talk about Democrat, Republican. We didn't talk about liberal. I never even heard of that term, honestly, when I was 19 years old. Um, none of that stuff. We all just talked to, with each other. We talked about our opinions on things. We had different uh, ideas for solving problems. And we were all patriots, and we all loved this country, regardless of our political party. But things have changed so much, so much. Tomei. Well, you know, I was um, kind of thinking about the, the history of where we got our idols, you know, the, the representation of Lady Justice. Mm -hmm. And it kind of got me back thinking through Greek mythology. And um, I had done a study a while back, and um, I'm trying to bring forth, you know, what I what I remembered, but one of the things I thought was interesting is she's usually paired with uh, Prudencia, which um, she is kind of known for um, uh, the seven virtues mm -hmm. and, and stuff. But one of the things that, that kind of what I was thinking about is she was a consort to, to Zeus, and um, she was known for starting wars. That was one of her, one of her, um, I guess jobs in a sense, but yeah, she was, it was um, population control. She'd start wars and population control. And I just found that really. Well, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. So I'm like thinking about it and I'm just going back to that, you know, um, history lesson and, and kind of where it came from. And, and then now fast forward to here and now, and she's representing what is justice. And I'm like, well, but the foundation of what she was is actually not really justice. That's an interesting story. 
Yeah. So you know, I uh, was listening to. I always watch the news quite a lot, especially uh, the day before I come in and do the radio show, so I can catch up on whatever latest events have come up. And I was, I, I've been listening to these things that Putin has been saying, okay? And I've been saying this all along, that I've got a lot of questions about this war in Ukraine. And more and more, the more I hear him talk about things, I, regardless of whether you agree with how he's dealing with the situation in Ukraine, okay, the point of the matter is he sees, just like I do, and probably all of you guys too, he sees the New World Order and the, and the, the WEF and, and all of these people that are trying to basically take over the world. He sees these people as a threat to Russia. He sees this as a threat to Russia's sovereignty. And he mentions sovereignty quite often. That, and he sees this as a basically, and he compares it to World War II. You know, uh, Adolf Hitler was trying to take over the world. And, and honestly, I think that if the United States hadn't jumped in when they did, uh, there's a good possibility they would have been able to do it. Well, if you, if you go back to that time period, I mean, they were in it for the long haul. So, you know, they had, they had said, we're in it for, it's a thousand year war. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just because it looks on the surface, like we won, it, it, the, the intent isn't, you know, to, to let you know that they are winning or that they're, you know, progressing because, you know, it's like a frog being boiled. So yeah. this has been in the works for a long time. What we saw wasn't actually truth. It was just a facade. Yeah, I think whatever you think about Putin, uh, whether you think he's a ruthless, uh, a ruthless leader, I've talked to people from that part of the world, and most of those people uh, like Putin. They look at him as somebody that uh, is going to keep their country safe. Then why do you have so many people running across the border? I don't know. Well, we that are even, running away from their own country, Russia. Yeah, we don't even into Finland. I know that we don't even true. know if we can trust the news. That's the problem. That's the problem. There yeah. there's, there's another there's the problem. Key part. There's another problem because they could be too. holding them up as this other. Okay, so Putin has similar ties. Okay, to the Clintons and everybody else, right? He's been used before. They made a deal with him with the uh what was it the uranium Uranium. yeah right so uranium one i think it was called or something like that yeah hillary clinton's constantly getting right so how do we know he's not playing a part for this greater thing i don't think we know anything right now honestly i don't it's hard to tell that's that's what bothers me and putin if you read the history of putin yes there's some interesting facts yes he's catholic okay whoopee-doo right um that means he he is Part of the Catholic machine, right? Part of the Red Shoe Club. Right. So he would then be part of a whole big facade because we all know, you know, that there's a machine of things, right? And, you know, there's some conspiracies out there that will put in the, the three heads, right? So you have London, you have America being the enforcer, you have London being the banker, and the religion is um, the Vatican, right? So... I don't know. I would. I, I would. I don't trust either side right now to be fair, correct, or true. And if Putin has had a change of heart, let's say against his masters or against the people he's worked with, then then he needs to say so and give us all the information and say, "Here, I got him, folks." But otherwise, he hasn't done that. He he hasn't given us names or places or dates or anything. If anything. 
It's just more money for him. I mean, he's a billionaire, mm-hmm. right? He he he's going to get more money, you know. Um, if anything, he's just just like Hitler. Just kind of he was a task master, and now he's uh, turned on his on his leader or on his taskmasters, right? The ones telling him what to do. He's turned on them, just like Saddam and saying and. And so on. If we're to follow all the conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. But if then, but then follow... if you go deeper, it's like, you know, is he even the same Putin? Right. There you go. So then I you mean, can go deeper on that. Yeah. I mean, you could go yeah. even further. Yeah. And going... He could have gotten replaced a long time mm-hmm. ago. Right. Well, you know, the biggest mm-hmm. problem we have, and I've t- been talking about this, is is the press. They are the ones that are supposed to be out there with boots on the ground, investigative reporting, digging for the truth. They're supposed to be. The, the thing that's out there protecting us from, from lies. Right. And exposing. But they're not doing that that's anymore. That's the freedom of the press. That's, that's the right. First Amendment. That's why it's but so important. But they're completely important. politically motivated now. So you can't yeah. trust a word they you can't say trust anymore. A word they say. Real investigative journalism died a long time ago in this country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's died. I think it's but on it's, life support because uh, look at yeah. James it's on O'Keefe. Life it's on life support. It's yeah. close. Look at James O'Keefe. Yeah. There is a lot of reporters out there that try to keep the same thing that they've learned that are from my generation, the X generation, that is like, you know, hey, I, will, I, I still would like to see these things work, these institutions work. But it's hard when you're being kind of forced out for the jab, for all this other stuff. It's hard because they're, they're forcing our generation. You know, this is something I've always talked about is our generation was never really allowed power. Right. Usually in every generation, there's a generational change of power. Well, the boomer generation has not given up their power. We were supposed to take it next. And, you know, we might only get it for 10, 20 years. And then it goes to the next generation. And that's usually what would happen in our country. But that didn't happen. Okay, you have people that have been in the Congress for over 50 years in the Senate and in the president's house and all that stuff that have never changed and they've never handed it over. And then the justice department. Yeah. Like you're, I think it was great. Um, you know, it points out one of the issues that I'll get to down the road, but, but yeah, the, you know, as a law enforcement officer, you see it a lot where there's miscarriage of justice. You know, you as a, an officer try to do your best with what you have, and, yeah, you're supposed to just hand it over to the DA, and the DA will make a good decision based on your report, based on what you found and your evidence gathering and your investigation. So, like, if somebody defended themselves, you would say, hey, this guy, the evidence is pretty clear. This guy defended himself. But we have a DA here in New Mexico that will go after every single person that defends themselves. And I don't mean just with guns. I mean just defends themselves. He is destroying any way that you can defend yourself in this state. He wants to destroy your ability to con- uh, open carry. You know, uh, R- Raul Torres, or sorry, Raul Torres, I messed that one up. Um, Mr. Torres, the uh, Albuquerque district attorney who's running for office for the state in two weeks, folks, please tell everybody, do not, Jeremy Gay, not Torres, and this is why. It's not about a party function here. It's about do you want justice across your state or do you want a person that's ahead that will just dictate what is ordered to him? And so if you say something out of turn, you will have the whole state bear down on you from the state district attorney's office instead of just 
you know, a city district attorney like the New Mexico Civil Guard people are going through that has recently been on the news. Um, that DA has not been fair with them. Neither is from what it looks like the judge either. And that whole story is the same thing as they're trying to make it a mini January 6th here in New Mexico using the state civil court, which is a violation in its, in, in its strictest of terms because the state cannot be the victim of its own circumstance. Well, just like, just like a while back when I was talking about this situation with Coy Griffin, in a civil court, they, the judge removed... Coy Griffin from office. Yeah. Removed so an elected court. official. It is not a criminal court. There is yes. you're not criminally charged. You maybe pay money if you mm-hmm. want. And they get you away can, with it. You this. can ignore the civil court if yeah. you want. And you'll never really go to jail. Well, and and no judge has ever you know sworn well, a Well, they uh, get away warrant. with it because because this entire state is controlled by Democrats. Yeah. You know, it's like dealing oh, with yeah, the, the mob. Court systems, it's like you I'm can't sorry, even... what they say goes and they're all gonna agree on it. But yeah, dealing with the with the, the legal system in this state is like dealing with the mob. Well it the, it's it's because the Supreme Court of the state who dictates what the court does here and has been handed a lot of power, mind you, by our House and Senate, are are dictating down the way Saying, "Oh, you don't get to, you don't got to see anybody." I thought Biden said, "Covid's over," but yet you still are on the phone or doing video conferencing, which is which is a violation of our rights because you have a right to face your accuser. That doesn't mean across a phone. No, it never meant that. It meant you will face the judge. You will face the accuser across the hall, across the room. You will face the people when the, you cross-examine them. Well, these men have not been allowed to cross-examine. They have not been allowed evidence uh, against the DA. The DA won't talk. He's like, oh, I have immunity. In a civil case, you brought it. And like I said, the state cannot be a victim of its own circumstance. They're the ones that created the circumstance that that happened in Adonate, so how do they create their own circumstance? Well, let's think about it. Everybody called the cops, both sides, Antifa and NMCG and the guy that was defending the old lady, which is uh, Stephen Baca. He wasn't involved in NMCG at all. So what did they do? They don't show up until New Mexico Civil Guard because they had got because Stephen had to defend himself with a skateboard in his face. These guys went in, from what I've read and what I've seen in the, the video that's out there. It's all out there, right? They went in, and then what did they do? They change. They, they, they give aid to the guy that was shot, save his life, mind you. And they try to keep people from killing Stephen Baca and killing each other. Not, but barely used any force. And then there was a guy who had, one of the members had his gun pulled from him, just like the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse issue had pulled from him, but they were able to stop him and calm him down. But that guy would have, you know, that that guy would have been able to shoot. But what did they do? They bring him to civil court. They have destroyed him. They're slammed in the media for two years. And, and now here we are, same injustice that we're seeing with Trump, that we're seeing. I mean, it's up and down, side to side. Solidsky's rules for radicals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know? For sure. You know, you know, just like these raids on people's houses, and we're we're seeing here lately. We've been seeing these ra- these military style raids in which they decide that oh well, we want to go after this person, whether they have any real evidence or not, and they do this overwhelming show of force 
And this is all about intimidation. This is all about you don't speak out against us because if you do, we're going to take you down. We are going to ruin your life. We are going to humiliate you. Yep. We are going to scare you. You know, I, I told the, uh, the story, I don't know, it's been months ago now, I think, of, of the guy that was at the Capitol on January 6th, and he was there with his wife, and, but they came to his, to his home in the middle of the night, of course, like they always do, you know, because they, they want to wake people up, they want to scare the crap out of people, and, and you know, so they come and his wife is standing out on the porch while they're dragging him away in shackles and they have their guns pointed at her with their laser sights on her chest. Yeah. And this guy, the whole time they're dragging him away, he's, he's just praying. He says, God, I hope they don't kill my wife. Yeah. You know, that, does that sound like the United States no. of America to you? No, it sounds like the Gestapo. It does. You know. And like I said, it's like, like, like I said, with this, you know, with everything they're trying to see, I think that what this DA is trying to do is make it so he can do that to the people of New Mexico, right? So he really can't right now because First Amendment, all that stuff, well, he's whittling it away, right? And, you know, we're seeing that with the Department of Justice and other states using state things that we've never seen before, right? Like laws or case presidencies that they're pulling out of their. <laughs> They're pulling out, but, you know, it's, I don't know if it's a grander plan or what, but, and, I, and I'm not saying that. It's just that the fact that he has done this, see, with the Kia, the, with the case, the hey, other uh, case. Derek, you know, yeah. let's, let's pause that right now because we're at the break, oh. and we'll continue this discussion right after this. Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. 
After 45 years in the same location, Los Ranchos Gun Shop has moved to 6621 4th Street Northwest in Los Ranchos. New space, new inventory, but still committed to serving the safety needs of our guests. One block north of our old location, but still filled with no pressure. Locally owned and operated, proud of our commitment to service and community, and happy to support Talk Radio KDAZ. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road Northeast, call us at 505 292 Welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I'm here with my guests, Derek Scott, Tomei Battershell, and Sammy Gonzalez, and we're having this really great discussion about justice and more like injustice, I think. And you know... Something we talked about during the break, and and this was a topic I, that we've been talking about a little bit over the past couple of weeks, is normalization, okay? And that falls right into the word precedent that you also said. But what they want to do is they want to normalize all of this illegal activity. What happens is, is if they do it and then nobody does anything about it, it gets normalized. Yeah, I'm it's not like, well, they did that to so and so. They shackled up so and so and yep. drug him out of his house, and they've got him in jail now for like a year. Yep. Uh, so that's normal. So it's okay to do it to somebody else. Yeah, and and that's yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at before is that there it's precedent for the court so they can go and do it, and then yes, it's normalization and normalizing. It, and, you know, if you look at MK Ultra and all these other things that they have researched, and you got to understand they've researched it a lot, it's all about convincing the masses to do a certain thing and accept it, right? Just accept it and move on. 
why are they freaking out? Because nobody's really accepting it anymore. You're getting more and more numbers. You're seeing it in the polls. You're seeing it in the news. And even the news but can't the deny it. the polls are rigged. I mean, you know, to a No, extent. there's a lot of polls out there that have done a really good job, I think, in, at... I mean, they predicted Trump. There's polls that predicted Trump, but those were the ones that were not listened to. Those are the ones I'm referencing. Right. So I'm referencing polls of people that have kept themselves at least honest and did a good job in prediction. But I'm just saying is you're, well, even when me and Josh were out campaigning, Mm -hmm. right, we could tell (laughs) there was a lot of Democrats that were like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. It's time to change. I even got guys to come over that were Democrats to come and vote in the Republican primary. So, I mean, you know, I think there's a shift happening. That's why. See, you got to understand what's their urgency, right? Why are they so pounding so hard away at our own justice system to the point that they are openly violating the courts that the Supreme Court is starting to step in stage by stage, right? Thank well, goodness for that. Right. If the Supreme Court wasn't what it I is. Mean, look at, look at where we'd be right now if Trump hadn't managed to appoint those three oh, yeah. judges. And the federal judges, too. Yeah. See, because the federal judge here in New Mexico is approving and letting go forward the same New Mexico Civil Guard guys that are being harassed by our DA. They're approving the lawsuits against the city and the state and possibly the DA. That's a new lawsuit they just filed, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So... Think about that, you know, and, and like, it's funny, like the lawyer that I work for uh, and the other lawyers that I know, you know, one of them had an interview about this and they said, you know, it's going to cost the taxpayers more than anything. It's not costing the DA, his reputation, really. It's not costing, you know, the states much. It's costing us, me, you, and the listeners. So if you guys want your money to be saved... And to stop going crazy, go to go to your DA and start screaming and yelling. I'm saying to start attacking, you know, call them, bother them, tell them that they need to go after real criminals that have done a real crime, not boogeymen and not problems. Let's hold them accountable to the dollar. I'm telling you, everything that I've seen from my history and my past is hold them to their own dollar. When you hold them to their own dollar, everything changes. I'm telling you, when you tell them that they're going to have to pay a million dollars, they're like, uh, so, you know, those charges we put against you? Yeah, they dropped them. You know, I'm telling you, it's like, right, when you start messing with their money system, everything changes. So that that's just me. But you wanted to say something. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about how, you know, all the topics that we're seeing, it's like blatant in your face. This is what's going on in the news day in and day out. And so, you know, you get a lot of people that are overwhelmed with the news right now. And so being a small business owner, um, I, I am one-on-one with a lot of people in the community. And the thing that I notice is that they're tuning out. They can't, they can't, they can't handle it. And um, so, like, I have a sign that says, like, whether you're unvaccinated, whether you're vaccinated, whether you, whatever your beliefs are, whatever your cultural preferences are, whatever it is, if you want a service coming and i think the the foundation of our country is being rocked because we don't know how to be a community we don't actually know how to check in with each other whether or not we're democrats whether or not we're republicans whether or not we're liberals because more often than not you take away those titles and you're going to find common ground with most people you work and talk with if there is a natural disaster that's when you see somebody coming or the community coming together to support and um and encourage and so um my complex is um it's it's a little 
healing oasis center if you will it's like a hippie complex and so um <laughs> it, it is it's right in the heart of albuquerque and we um we offer an array of different types of services but they're they're um, old military houses that were zoned for business and so each of us have our own little thing going on and um you know the thing that i i'm encouraged about is that like most of the people because this is in like the knob hill knob heights area so it's very there's a lot more Democrats, very liberal. And the thing that I'm finding is that when you start seeing how it's not necessarily Trump, pro-Trump, um, or Trump you know, being pro-Trump or not pro-Trump, you're finding that they're seeing the lies. Yeah. And so when we're talking about normalization of what is being pushed out there, like, you know, all the things, people are that are still, like, in tune with the spiritual side of things, they're going... But that doesn't make sense. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't feel right. So, yeah. like, you're cracking those barriers of whether or not they were Democrats or Republicans. And um, so then it kind of goes down this whole rabbit hole of, like, okay, we can't get them with the, the political stuff. So let's get them with the food and the beauty and all the stuff. And so I'm in the beauty industry. And what I'm finding is, is like, you're, everything that is tied into our health and well-being it's manipulated through all of those channels. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, yeah. the more that we keep uh, dividing ourselves with, you know, all the stuff that's in the news, which is still really important, we're forgetting the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, and you're forgetting, like, who you're passing along and, and how you're affecting their life, you know? So if you're upset or pissed off and you kind of blow up at someone, you know, I wonder what does that do to them and so on and so forth. Right. Okay. Well, let me go deeper then because like right, normalization. Okay. So this might go turn, but like, you know, um, in the beauty industry, beauty products and everything like that, there's so many ingredients that are sterilizing men that are, you know, um, having their serious hormonal issues. Um, there's a whole series that HBO put out, which I'm really surprised, but I'm glad that they did. And it's called not so pretty. Um, if people want to watch it, but it really goes into like the nails, hair, skin, and, and, and just the beauty industry of like what's going on and how like people are just buying because it's thrown in your face as like brand, like brand worthy and trendy and it's so bad. And, and, um, thinking about like, um, when you go to a hospital, like, like for the men or the boys we're circumcising, right? Well, like, um, foreskin on the market goes for like a hundred and hundred and fifty thousand dollars no way. Yeah. So oh like, my gosh. So when you're talking about like, that's a normalization, right? Where did it stem from? Well, if you're going back culturally to like Christian values and things like that, well, it talks about it scripturally, but it's, but it was grown men that did that. So you're saying, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this to our baby boys, but then you go deeper and you're like, why? Well, because there's a lot of things that are, you know, the fibroblasts, the cellular reproduction, the growth factors, all of that. And they're putting it in products everywhere. And it's normal, right? You go to the hospital, you have a baby and that hospital is making anywhere from a hundred to $150,000. Ha ha. And Take that hospitals. I didn't let them do it. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh. Oh my so that's, that's amazing. So I, so that's normal. Wow. So that's going to like normalizing. Right. Well, is it just? I don't know. Because my parents did it to me, but I didn't. I wasn't going to do it because of what Paul says. Right. If you read what Paul says in, uh, was it Corinthians or Romans? I want to say Romans. Uh, about, he says, he talks about circumcise your heart, not That's right. don't worry about the down below. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the nicest way I can put it. <laughs> I think another thing when Closer. it comes 
I think another thing when it comes to a normalization is you really have to look at things like entertainment and education, mm-hmm. especially uh, because they try to do it with the news. They try to do it politically. A lot of people were turning that off because it's not reliable. Well, not only is it not reliable, it's just you can't connect with it because too many people don't really care about what goes on. Oh, yeah. News. Hollywood's now flipping. Yeah. Hollywood has completely lost their mind, and they're losing millions of dollars. And, and now I'm, they're flipping back yeah, to just being that. entertaining. <laughs> I hope so. But when you look at it like education, you've got all these uh, ideas, whether it's critical race theory, social-emotional learning, trying to normalize certain things, especially when it comes to crime, justice, and how things are supposed to be put out, to kindergartners like white people are the oppressors, uh, colored people are the oppressed, and that because of who you are based on your color, you will be more, you will be less. And that's a huge part, I believe, when it comes to our justice system because then people try to create uh, loopholes or compromises based on your color instead of what the crime was and what you did. No, that's very, very I wish, valid. Uh, yeah. I wish we could have a friend of mine on here because he does a good job about talking about some of this too, about right. compromises, how the justice system has made laws to compromise. But it's sad because we've made our own laws, right? And said, okay, this is illegal. This is wrong. And then we've had to make more modified laws or other laws so because people were making deals right so you know like the 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 public defender's office or or defenders which you know i know people hate lawyers but there's a lot of defenders out there that are struggling to just do their job right now Mm -hmm. especially in new mexico new mexico's got the worst the the justice system is locked down it is not allowed to be a real justice system. It, there is no justice. Just like you said in your beginning, there is no justice right now. Like I said, if you can't face your accuser, if you can't, like like I told you about, you know, I've investigated other um, cases. And like the one case that I worked on, you know, it, the DA, <laughs> the DA's office allowed I, I mean, I don't even know which is it the is it APD is it the DA's office? I I lean more towards the DA's since recently what we've seen, but the, I mean they've altered evidence. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've done things that have not correct, but they've never been charged. No, because it would be called it's called a prosecutorial misconduct, right? You're supposed to be charging the prosecutor with this. But see, most of the defense lawyers can't do it because if they call them a lawyer, liar, guess what happens? They're arrested, right? So where do we get to a point where the prosecutor can just do whatever they want, be afraid of nothing, and have, quote, immunity, but yet the cops don't have immunity? Yeah, but it still comes down to a choice of what's right and wrong because, I mean, look at the county commissioner in Torrance County that, you know, um, re- she did the recount on the votes out there at the cost of potentially being sued, losing her job, which she was voted in, right? You can't remove an elected official. Like they were like threatening her and she still did something. So it's like the Wizard of Oz, you pull the screen back and it's just a a lot of smoke and bells and whistles. People have to start saying what my right, what, what is wrong 
is wrong and what is right is right. And, you know, Revelations talks about it, right? Like in the end days, what is um, considered good will be we'll evil be and what oh, is, yeah. ro- you know, yeah. what is evil will oh, be we're considered totally there. good. We're totally so, there. Yeah, we're totally right. there. Right. So this isn't a matter of like, is it making sense or is it, are we comprehending it? This is about like people having a choice and free will is, is what we're fighting for. But it is, is it really like people aren't using it. They're not standing up and saying, I'm going to use it. They're just going along. And that's where it is, where it's like, yes, it is important that each one of us has a say in whatever it is that we're getting involved with, whether or not it is just taking care of our children at home, what we're feeding them, you know, um, even just taking like red dye out of their diet, right? It can help severely with ADHD, right? There's, I mean, we all have choices in what we're being presented with, whether or not you're a police officer, you're the DA, there is still a choice. And so, well, you know, but this DA's, you know, they have a choice. It's oh, I agree with you. They have a choice. But if they've taken the other side, they're their well, soul no, is lost, uh, as right. you would say, right? But there are others in the department who it's like, it's going to oh, take... Oh, you're right. People you know, in the office should be standing up. Right. I see what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah so, the so people like, in the office of the DA should say, we're done, sir. This has gone too far. Yes. We need to do the right thing. Right. No, I agree. I but mean, you, you know, see, you see videos of county commissioners and people going in with like lots of uh, people and telling them what they're thinking. You come in with five people, you know, five citizens, and they just like laugh at you. They're but like, you know, yeah. we have, you know what we have found, and it's like so many things. You can tell me if you agree with me on this. So many things have flipped over the last couple of years. With and it started, and and I said this right from the beginning. And you probably know where I'm going with this. It started with the mask mandate. People. Just accepting they just it. accepted it. Accepted yeah. it. Yeah. No, no real right. science. No explanation. Yep. You will do this, and so literally, people were taking order, taking orders from store clerks and mm-hmm. people that have no authority over them whatsoever. Oh yeah, like yet, when I got kicked yeah. out of the CVS. So, so people got used to just rolling over and not speaking up. No, and yes. I think that is translated over to everything else. I really do. Go ahead, Sammy. Like, sorry, I really believe that evils only can only triumph when good men do nothing, and you see that a lot when it comes to compromise. Because you see people that don't want to stand up to the mask mandates. You see mm-hmm. people that don't want to stand up to the mandates, or people who are fighting for abortion. You don't want to see people to stand up for pro-life because people are complacent. They're happy where they are now, and people just want to compromise. Well, we can't compromise, especially when it comes to like elections. If you want to compromise because of like the letter by their name, just because they're a Republican or a Democrat, just because they say they're something doesn't mean that they are. You have to look at their actions. And the fact that so many people are just willing to compromise instead of actually fighting for their morals and their beliefs says a lot about this country and the state we are in right now. Well, you know, on that topic, Sammy, I I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday, and we were talking about this thing like there's this whole cultural thing in the state of New Mexico around being a Democrat. And people that oh are, yeah they give in they give in they don't because, want to rock the because boat they in don't New want Mexico. to they don't want to sit down they at the dinner want, table right. for for Thanksgiving dinner or whatever with their family and, and say oh ego. I voted for a Republican oh my God they'll be dis they'll be disowned or or they they'll don't want to lose their hito to it or something right you know? and like, there's a lot yeah. of that and there's not it, in one thing I noticed when I came down to New Mexico years ago from Colorado yeah people don't like to ro- rock the boat mm-hmm. they're so afraid. To change the status quo, you know, and that's why the manana tent uh, mentality shows up. I think that's why you see the manana tent 
uh, mentality is because they're afraid to rock the boat. So I'll just wait until tomorrow. Right. But I'll tell I'll tell the manager tomorrow. Right. But it's not just like, you know, a Democrat voting Republican. We're seeing this now, especially with this race. You've got not only Democrats voting Republicans or Democrats even voting for Libertarian, but you also especially Republican voting Libertarian or uh, Libertarian voting for Republican. You can't have your own opinion. You can't have. Uh, your own morals, you have to stand in line or else you're going to get repercussions right, from not only your party, but your family as well. You don't, like you said, you don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. It's going for a party, not a person. And I feel like that's, you know, um, that's not good because it's, no. it's it falls it, under totally compromise right. mm-hmm. because yeah. if you're going to vote, it's better, more important. If we can ever get to a, <laughs> if we can ever get no. to a point in our world where we can vote for the person instead of the party, and like parties, just like a non-important. That's how it used to be, Sammy. That's I, how when I was a kid, be. it used to be that way. I was looking it up, and I'm like, why can't yeah. I have this? Because now I am fighting not only the Democrats, but I'm even fighting people within my own party to make sure that I keep my freedoms and I don't lose things in the future. Because I'm still trying to figure out how to pay for school, how I'm going to get a job, where I'm going to go, if I'm going to even stay in New Mexico, because I can barely afford gas right now. Mm-hmm. I look at young people nowadays and I I feel sorry for the fact that they're not going to get to have the childhood I did because the world was a completely different place when I was younger. Like you just said, Sammy, it's like when I was your age, that's exactly what we did. We voted for the person, not the party. We did. The, that's the actually part, true, yeah. Yeah, we totally yeah. did. You remember that, don't yeah. you, Derek? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, the, and that's, that's what's funny is, is, but sometimes it was just two parties giving yeah. Person. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, when, but I'll tell you when Rand Paul, uh, not Rand, Rand Paul, number one, and then also. You're saying about uh, Ron Paul. Ron Paul. His dad. Yeah. Uh, his dad. When Ron Paul came around, that was a big excitement. And then also, um, oh gosh, why can't I remember his name? Um, Ross Perot. Yeah. That was a really awesome. Yeah. You know, but I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like the Karen Bedoni issue, she's been blacked out. You know, they, they haven't given her a chance to at least speak her mind. Right. Or to in, at least debate. Or at least speak it, I in mean, a debate. It, debate, yeah. Like, not so, even not even the fact that she can't, she's not speaking. It's the fact that, like, she's not even allowed to debate. And she I was feel like banned that's, from the last two debates because she got calls and emails from the editors or whoever runs KOATKOB saying that her voice is not beneficial for New Mexico. And that's not even talking yeah, about Yeah, where did the they polls. get that choice? Right. So, and give me a break. Who are they to, to, yeah, make, are they? to, to make that decision? Right. And yeah. when it comes to polling yeah. we have hundreds of people who are willing to come forward to say uh the polling people called they asked ronchetti or grisham no third option and if we mentioned a third option they hung up on us and they immediately put our vote in undecided or other or they just didn't count us at all and so and what i like to look at new mexico like you said, culturally, New Mexico is one of the most culturally unique states yes, in the United is. States. Yes. But when you look at culture, that also influenced politics. Right. And well, that's why they make us the Petri dish. Yes, that's what... Because it's it's how unique it is mm-hmm. that makes it, oh, this let's, let's right. do this and we'll see how it affects the rest of the Why nation. do you think we had so many high-end Democrats for the first time in I don't know how many years come to New Mexico with months apart? We had right. Nancy Pelosi. Right. We had... All our Congress people, believe it or not, which I thought they moved to D.C. indefinitely. Uh, then we had Kamala Harris, and now we have Joe Biden. He came earlier, and now he's going to come again. And I well, you know, why I are think they so afraid of New Mexico? Yeah, New Mexico they are really is, worried that, are they so that afraid New Mexico is not going to go Democrat. Mm-hmm. Are they afraid that it's it's going to go Karen Bedoni? Is that, are they afraid of that? Oh, are yeah, they I, think, I think they're I think so. What are they so afraid definite. of? Because what we can see... 
and people want to say look at the polls or these spliced videos we we're fighting now edited videos spliced videos but people are just really tired of politics oh yeah new mexico new mexicans they want your plan i know because this is when i was running they want a plan they don't give a crap about your party they don't care about your party they they want to know what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and what's going to be your path to it right you know, one thing the Democrats are doing, I've noticed this and on my favorite news channel even, OAN. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. flooding OAN with these Democrat campaign commercials. Yeah, gross. Like, yeah. They, are, yeah. they, are, they are just going after oh, us conservatives. Well, did you see Freedom and, Tunes? And they're just no, I have to plug. Lies. I love Freedom Tunes. I have Tunes. to plug my Freedom favorite. Tunes. I love that guy. He's my favorite. You should see Freedom Tunes with the ads. I'll show you the video. Oh, I'd I'll love to it. see that. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. So go check out Freedom Tunes. <laughs> On he YouTube. just put one up yesterday about ads, Democrat ads. Yeah. And it's all abortion. Yeah, of course. That's what they're that, running that's on. Their Protect only defense. The and remember, I told you years, uh, what was it, months ago? Remember when that happened? I told you, I said they leaked that for their platform. That was the only reason it was leaked from the Supreme Court was for their platform. And now we know it. Now we see it. And I, I think it was funny that I predicted that because it was like I told everybody, I was like, oh, they leaked that for their platform because that's all they have. What they don't realize is New Mexico is actually a oh, pro-life so state. pro-life. Because, again, we are a minority majority Minority state, majority. And the minority yeah. is a majority Catholic. And yep. Catholics are pro-life. Amen. Majority of New Mexico is a Christian state, whether yep. you like it or whether not. Whether you like it or not. You know, and Christians I are pro-life. Right. I am going to be so interested to see how this uh, election shakes out. I really am. It's like one thing I'll be glad of is to see these text messages go away. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I get, please. I get text, I get, I get flooded with text messages. Oh my God, we're losing! You we're have losing. to donate, no, and we'll give it. you a one thousand times match. It's like who's yeah. paying this match? Yeah, yeah who's paying I'm the match? Does anybody believe this? Yeah, I know. Aaron K. Be like, thank you yeah. for being a top supporter. I'm like, I did not oh, give I either got, of you I, a dime. <laughs> like, stop emailing me. I think somebody stole my vote or something because. I to yesterday I got a, a random name hmm. and it said but it's it gave my number and everything but it different name huh. and then you are Democrat you know I'm like I'm not a, I've never registered a Democrat wow. I was like where did this come from <laughs> so yeah that kind of creeped me out wow well it's it's interesting because the more and more that you know um, we're out and talking with people they're in an uproar about it but you know i still feel like a majority of people they're not stepping up and and actually doing something and you know one of the things that was really surprising to me now i don't have children in the new mexico public school system but you know i would go to those meetings and you know who was there people who didn't have kids they were fighting they were speaking they were talking for people who had kids and I, and that was so surprising because if each of us just took we don't have to go and, re- and run for politics we don't have to go in and um you know be the big dog in the house if we just take care of our family like it starts in the home and so hey, like Tobin, again, hate yeah. to cut you off yeah, yeah. but we're at the end of the first hour sure so um we are we got a lot of stuff to talk about in the next hour so make sure you stay with us um well what are we going to talk oh, god there's so much to talk about politicization of the Justice Department. I really want to talk about that a lot. And we're obviously going to be talking about election stuff. I think we're all interested in that. So we'll be back. I want it into black No colors anymore I want them to turn black